and gentlemen to another episode of Soothe to Sleep Stories on day 25. Welcome. This is where I pray that you are soothed to sleep in a soft-spoken manner as we go through the Bible in a year, and we will pick up where we left off, and that is Genesis chapter 42 verse 25 through chapter 44 verse 17 and the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18, and we will conclude with God Calling Eventide, Nighttime Devotional, for Day 25, January 25th. But before we begin, let's pray. Dear Adonai, Elohim, Heavenly Father, thank you for this 25th day where we can come together and learn more, hunt more for the treasures of your word. Your word is like hidden treasure. Thank you for hiding it in our hearts. Let your word govern our minds, our decisions. We thank you for your peace that surpasses all understanding, Jesus. Breathe on us and breathe on this episode. Bring souls to your kingdom now and in years to come. Bless those who are listening now and in the future. More than anything, I pray this glorifies you, Lord. In Jesus' name, by the power of sweet Holy Spirit. Amen. Genesis chapter 42, verses 25 through 38. Then Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain, and to restore every man's money in his sack, and to give them provisions for the journey. And thus it was done for them. So they loaded their donkeys with their grain and departed from there. And as one of them opened his sack to give his donkey fodder at the lodging place, he saw his money, and behold, it was in the mouth of his sack. Then he said to his brothers, My money has been returned, and behold, it is even in my sack. And their hearts sank, and they turned trembling to one another, saying, What is this that God has done to us? When they came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan, they told him all that had happened to them, saying, The man, the Lord of the land, spoke harshly with us, and took us for spies of the country. But we said to him, We are honest men, we are not spies, we are twelve brothers, sons of our father. One is no more, and the youngest is with our father today in the land of Canaan. And the man, the lord of the land, said to us, By this I shall know that you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers with me, and take grain for the famine of your households, and go, but bring your youngest brother to me, that I may know that you are not spies, but honest men. I will give your brother to you, and you may trade in the land. Now it came about, as they were emptying their sacks, that, behold, every man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when they and their father saw their bundles of money, they were dismayed. And their father Jacob said to them, You have bereaved me of my children. Joseph is no more, and Simeon is no more, and you would take Benjamin? All these things are against me. Then Reuben spoke to his father, saying, 
You may put my two sons to death if I do not bring him back to you. Put him in my care, and I will return him to you. But Jacob said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he alone is left. If harm should befall him on the journey you are taking, then you will bring my gray hair down to Sheol in sorrow. Chapter 43 Now the famine was severe in the land. So it came about, when they had finished eating the grain, which they had brought from Egypt, that their father said to them, Go back, buy us a little food. Judah spoke to him, however, saying, The man solemnly warned us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you do not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. Then Israel said, Why did you treat me so badly by telling the man whether you still had another brother? But they said, The man questioned, particularly about us and our relatives, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? So we answered his questions. Could we possibly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said to his father Israel, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die. We as well as you and our little ones, I myself will be surety for him. You may hold me responsible for him. If I do not bring him back to you, and set him before you, then let me bear the blame before you forever. For if we had not delayed, surely by now we could have returned to then their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take some of the best products of the land in your bags, and carry down to the man as a present a little balm, and a little honey, aromatic gum and myrrh, pistachio nuts and almonds. And take double the money in your hand, and take back in your hand the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also and arise, return to the man, and may God Almighty grant you compassion in the sight of the man, that he may release to you your other brother and Benjamin. And as for me, if I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. So the men took this present, and they took double the money in their hand, and Benjamin then they arose and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to his house steward, Bring the men into the house and slay an animal and make ready, for the men are to dine with me at noon. So the man did as Joseph said, and brought the men to Joseph's house. Now the men were afraid, because they were brought to Joseph's house. And they said, It is because of the money that was returned in our sacks the first time that we are being brought in, that he may seek occasion against us, and fall upon us, and take us for slaves with our donkeys. So they came near to Joseph's house steward, and spoke to him at the entrance of the house, 
and said, O oh my Lord, we indeed came down the first time to buy food, and it came about, when we came to the lodging place, that we opened our sacks, and behold, each man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full, so we have brought it back in our hand. We have also brought down other money in our hand to buy food. We do not know who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Be at ease, do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. Then the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their donkeys fodder. So they prepared the present for Joseph's coming at noon, for they had heard that they were to eat a meal there. When Joseph came home, they brought into the house to him the present which was in their hand, and bowed to the ground before him. Then he asked them about their welfare, and said, Is your old father well, of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? And they said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. And they bowed down in homage. As he lifted his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, he said, Is this your youngest brother, of whom you spoke to me? And he said, May God be gracious to you, my son. And Joseph hurried out, for he was deeply stirred over his brother, and he sought a place to weep, and he entered his chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and he controlled himself and said, Serve the meal. So they served him by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is loathsome to the Egyptians. Now they were seated before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked at one another in astonishment, and he took portions to them from his own table. But Benjamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs. So they feasted and drank freely with him. Chapter 44, verses 1 through 17. Then he commanded his house steward, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack, and put my cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest, and his money for the grain. And he did as Joseph had told him. As soon as it was light, the men were sent away, they with their donkeys. They had just gone out of the city, and were not far off, when Joseph said to his house steward, Up, follow the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is not this the one from which my Lord drinks, and which he indeed uses for divination? You have done wrong in doing this. So he overtook them 
and spoke these words to them. And they said to him, Why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Behold, the money which we found in the mouth of our sacks, we have brought back to you from the land of Canaan. How then could we steal silver or gold from your Lord's house? With whomever of your servants it is found, let him die, and we also will be my Lord's slaves. So he said, Now let it also be according to your words. He with whom it is found shall be my slave, and the rest of you shall be innocent. Then they hurried. Each man lowered his sack to the ground, and each man opened his sack. And he searched, beginning with the oldest, and ending with the youngest. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and when each man loaded his donkey, they returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, he was still there, and they fell to the ground before him. And Joseph said to them, What is this deed that you have done? Do you not know that such a man as I can indeed practice divination? So Judah said, What can we say to my Lord? What can we speak? And how can we justify ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are my Lord's slaves, both we and the one in whose possession the cup has been found. But he said, Far be it from me to do this. The man in whose possession the cup has been found, he shall be my slave. But as for you, Go up in peace to your Father. The Gospel of Matthew, Chapter 18, Rank in the Kingdom At that time the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And he called a child to himself and set him before them, and said, Truly I say to you, unless you are converted and become like children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever then humbles himself as this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it is better for him that a heavy millstone be hung around his neck and that he be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of its stumbling blocks for it is inevitable that stumbling blocks come. But woe to that man through whom the stumbling block comes, and if your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it from you. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than having two hands or two feet to be cast into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out and throw it from you. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into the fiery hell. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their angels in heaven continually behold the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think? If any man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go and search for the one that is straying? And if it turns out that he finds it, truly I say to you, 
he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine which have not gone astray. Thus it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones perish. And if your brother sins, go and reprove him in private. If he listens to you, you have won your brother. But if he does not listen to you, take one or two more with you, so that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every fact may be confirmed. And if he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax gatherer. Truly I say to you, whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you, that if two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three have gathered together in my name, there I am in their midst. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. For this reason the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a certain king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. And when he had begun to settle them, there was brought to him one who owed him ten thousand talents. But since he did not have the means to repay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, along with his wife and children, and all that he had, and repayment to be made. The slave therefore falling down prostrated himself before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you everything. And the Lord of that slave felt compassion, and released him, and forgave him the debt. But that slave went out, and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii, and he seized him, and began to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe. So his fellow slave fell down and began to entreat him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you. He was unwilling, however, but went and threw him in prison until he should pay back what was owed. So when his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved, and came and reported to their lord all that had happened. Then summoning him, his lord said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you of that debt, because you entreated me. Should you not also have had mercy on your fellow slave, even as I had mercy on you? And his lord, moved with anger, handed him over to the torturers until he should repay all that was owed him. So shall my heavenly Father also do to you, if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. God Calling Eventide Portion Day 25, January 25th My Compensations I am listening. Picture me, your Lord, not as one deaf to your entreaties, but rather as one straining with an intensity of love to catch the first faint cry from one of his children. Even in the case of those who love me, how often do I listen in vain for the spontaneous words of love? Do not cry to me, 
only when care is pressed and you are weary. Speak to me often. Share with me all the little happenings, all the frets, all the little glad things. These not only draw us more closely to each other, but they are to me compensations for the neglect I suffer from my world. And quite a lot to unpack today. I want to start with Joseph and how much favor he gave to Benjamin. Five times as much. And you know, in Hebrew, numbers are very significant. So the number five is the number of grace. And it's also interesting in the wisdom that he had to test the heart of his brothers. To test their hearts. And he made sure that that silver cup of his was in Benjamin's sack. And then Judah, Reuben and Judah, they were the two who also, when Joseph was 17 years old, Reuben went to get some food and came back and saw what his brothers did. And Judah made sure that his brothers didn't kill Joseph, but sold him as a slave instead. So yet they were all still guilty, but Reuben and Judah did try to save Joseph. And you can see their hearts here trying to save Benjamin. And so, of course, tomorrow we'll see what happens. And we, if you're not familiar with the story, it'll be a wonderful, beautiful surprise. And I also love the way Joseph wept. He wept. He wept. When he saw Benjamin, he didn't know he had a younger brother. He was born after Joseph was sold into slavery. And his mother and his father thought that Joseph was killed by an animal. And then I love how Jesus said that you cannot come to the kingdom of God unless you come like a child. And that each child has a guardian angel. And that angel is in the presence of God. And they report to God how you treat that child. So be kind to children. Be kind to the little ones. For their angels report back to God how you cared for them. And then just to get back to Joseph again, I thought that was interesting when he talked about how he used the silver cup for divination. That even though God understood that he was, in, he was a part of a culture that may have worshipped other gods, God was still with him. We didn't have the Mosaic Covenant yet. But that was very, very interesting. Sort of like Rachel when she had the idols under her. When Jacob, Rachel, and Leah, and everyone escaped Laban, and she took her father's household idols, there was no commandment yet, you shall have no other gods before me. That wasn't given until Moses, which is after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Joseph. God's mercy amazes me. A sweet friend, before we go, if you do not know Jesus, this wonderful, wonderful Jesus who died just for you, and, and you would like to know him as your very own Lord and Savior, would you please pray 
the following prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I would like Jesus to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Your word says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10 that if I confess out loud Jesus is my Lord and believe in my heart God raised him from the dead I shall be saved for it is with my heart that I believe and am justified just as if I never sinned and it is with my mouth that I confess and I am saved please Lord Jesus come into my heart please be my Lord and my Savior I repent for the wrong life I have lived until now I choose you and will live for you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You are now his child. All heaven is jumping up and down and dancing because you received Jesus into your very own heart, sweet friend. Tell someone you just received Jesus and find a great Christian church and grow in him. He loves you and desires worship from your heart each and every day. You are so precious to him. I'll see you all tomorrow. Blessings to you.